Welcome now to a special edition here of Sounds Like Radio's Library of Sound. A very special edition because today we are going to be listening to a story, a classic children's story, as told to you by none other than the great Gildersleeve himself, Harold Perry. He made several records. I believe he made three different volumes of records. And he told fairy tales and stories for children on these records. And the very first record set that he made, this is the days before they had 33 albums, they made a series of 78s and grouped them all together and called them an album. But anyway, this is the very first album or group of 78s that they did. It's called Stories for Children, Volume 1. Today we're going to hear the great Gildersleeve read us the story of Jack and the Beanstalk. This is very, very enjoyable. Uh, gather the kids, friends. You're going to like this. Let's listen now to the Great Gildersleeve here on Sounds Like Radio's Library of Sound and Jack and the Beanstalk. Once there was a poor widow woman who lived with her only son, a boy named Jack. They lived in a tiny little cottage at the foot of a high, steep cliff, and they had a pretty hard time getting along. Often there wasn't really enough for them to eat. And then one winter, Jack's mother was sick, fever and chills and so on, and things got so bad she finally decided to sell the family cow. The cow had been with them a good many years, but there was nothing else to do. So one morning, Jack started off to the market to sell it. He hadn't gone very far, though, when he met a man sitting beside the road with a basket full of beautiful beans. They were extraordinary-looking beans, all different colors, blue and red and yellow, and Jack stopped to admire them. Those are certainly beautiful beans, he remarked to the man. If I had any money, I'd buy them. The bean man gave him a nice, friendly smile and said, Well, my boy, seeing it's you, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll trade those beautiful beans for that old cow you've got there. (laughs) And the boy fell for it. Well, sir, when Jack got home and showed his mother what he'd got for the cow a handful of beans. The poor woman burst into tears. She scolded Jack, and Jack said he was sorry. But of course there was nothing he could do except plant the beans in the backyard. He did that right away. And next morning, what do you suppose he saw? During the night, the beans had climbed right up the side of the cliff behind the house, and they'd grown so fast the tops of the bean stalks were clear out of sight. And the way the stalks were intertwined, they formed a kind of ladder. And you know what popped into Jack's head as soon as he saw it? I could climb it, he thought to himself. So he started up the beanstalk. He climbed and he climbed and he climbed and he climbed. Then all of a sudden he looked down. He! It was so far to the ground he was dizzy. But he shut his eyes and gritted his teeth and kept on climbing. And pretty soon he was at the top. He stepped off the beanstalk and found himself standing before a beautiful castle. The biggest, most beautiful castle he'd ever seen. And he was just wondering who lived there when he heard a voice call his name. My goodness, Jack thought, who knows me way up here? Then he heard the voice say, Jack, in this castle lives the giant who killed your father. This castle and all the treasures in it rightfully belong to you and your mother. A hen that lays golden eggs and many bags of gold and a magic harp. Jack looked around, but he couldn't see anyone, so he decided the voice must belong to a fairy, and he was probably right. He went boldly up to the castle gate and blew on the horn that was standing there. 
They had horns instead of doorbells in those days. In a moment, the gate swung open, and there stood an enormous lady giant. She was a good 20 feet tall with nasty little red eyes and long, scraggly hair. And when Jack saw her, he was the scaredest boy that ever climbed a beanstalk. Now change the record, and we'll see what happened. Well, when Jack saw the lady giant, he started to run. But she just reached out and grabbed him by the coat collar with one finger and hoisted him up in the air. Not so fast, little man, she said. I need a cute little fellow like you to help me with my housework. Oh, no, said Jack. Please let me go. But the lady giant said, You better be quiet, little man. If my husband should wake up and hear you, he'd eat you for breakfast. And with that, she carried Jack into the castle, shut the door, and set him to washing the giant's supper dishes from the night before. And no hot water. As he was finishing, he heard a terrifying sound. Clump, clump, clump. Someone with size 36 shoes was coming down the stairs. Quick, said the lady giant. Here comes my husband. Hide in this cupboard here. So Jack hid in a huge cupboard in the kitchen. But he could peep out through the keyhole and see everything that happened. Well, evidently the giant thought something funny was going on. He came tromping into the kitchen and he roared, Fee-fi-fo-fum! I smell the blood of an Englishman! But Mrs. Giant said to her husband, What's the matter with you this morning, dear? There's no one around. What you smell is an elephant steak I fixed for your breakfast. Now sit down and eat it, for goodness sake. So the giant sat down, a little grumpily, and Jack peeped through the keyhole and watched him shovel in the food. A quarter of an elephant the giant ate, with a hundred boiled eggs and a couple of loaves of toast on the side. And his table manners. Well, I hope yours are nothing like them. When the giant finished, he said to his wife, Now, dear, bring me my magic hen. And she hurried and brought him a little brown hen, set it on the table, and ran off upstairs to make the beds. When the giant was alone, he looked at the hen ferociously and said, Lay! And the little brown hen laid a golden egg, like that. And the giant said again, Lay! And she laid another one. And a third time, the little hen laid a golden egg. And with that, the giant fell fast asleep. And oh, how he snored. <coughs> but as soon as Jack saw the giant was asleep, he popped out of the cupboard, grabbed the hen, and ran like a blue streak out of the kitchen door. And he climbed down the beanstalk much faster than he came up. Well, naturally, Jack's mother was delighted to see him. But when Jack told her he was going back to the giant's castle for the other treasures, she was terribly frightened. And it took a lot of coaxing before she finally gave her consent. So in the morning, he disguised himself a little, climbed the beanstalk, and blew the horn at the castle gate. And Mrs. Giant came right out and hired him to do housework, just as she had the day before. <laughs> she wasn't very smart, but most giants aren't, fortunately. Oop! Time to change the record. Jack went in the castle and did a little housework. And then down the stairs came the giant again. Clump, clump, clump. And his feet sounded even bigger than the first time. The lady giant popped Jack into the cupboard. And just as he was inside, he heard the giant roar, Fee, fi, fo, fum! I smell the blood of an Englishman! Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread! Jack shivered in the cupboard, but Mrs. Giant just laughed at her husband and said, I don't know what's getting into you, my dear. There's nobody around but just little me. And she sat her husband down to his breakfast of a dozen roast turkeys with a barrel of cranberry sauce. 
When he finished, she brought him his bags of gold, and then went upstairs to make his bed. And the giant amused himself by counting his gold. There was plenty of it, too, until he fell fast asleep. No sooner was he asleep than Jack jumped out of the cupboard, picked up the bags of gold, and ran for the beanstalk. In a moment, he was at the bottom, faster than ever. And before you could say Jack and the beanstalk, he was pouring the bags of shiny gold pieces into his mother's lap. But he was determined to go once more and get the magic heart. So the next morning, he got up early, climbed the beanstalk, and went to the castle gate and blew on the horn. Out popped the lady giant. She looked at him suspiciously. You aren't the boy I hired yesterday, are you? She asked. Who, me? said Jack. I've never been here before in my life. Mrs. Giant took him in. And when the giant came clumping down the stairs, she pushed Jack into the cupboard as before. Fee-fi-fo-fum! I smell the blood of an Englishman! Be he alive or be he dead, I'll grind his bones to make my bread! And this time I mean it! It's your imagination, dear, said his wife. And she made him sit down and eat his breakfast. A fricasseed horse. And then he asked for his magic harp. When she brought it, the giant set the harp down beside him, and he said, Play! And the harp played a lovely, sad little song all by itself. In fact, it was so nice, the giant went fast asleep. Zing! Jack was out of the cupboard. Whoop! He grabbed the magic harp. He, the harp began to holler. Master, master, cried the harp. The giant woke up and saw Jack tearing out of the door with a harp under his arm. And he jumped up and tore out after him, puffing like a locomotive. Jack reached the beanstalk first and went down it just like opening a zipper. But as he reached the ground, he looked up and saw the giant clambering down after him. The beanstalk swayed, but it was holding, and Jack called to his mother. Mother, bring me the axe, please. Jack always said please. His mother came rushing out with a family hatchet, and Jack hacked and chopped. And just as the giant was almost on top of him, the last stalk gave way, and he fell to the ground and broke his neck. And if you ask me, it was his own fault. Anyhow, Jack and his mother went up and lived in the castle with their magic harp and the little brown hen. And they were mighty happy. Well, who wouldn't be? Friends, Harold Perry, the great Gildersleeve himself, from his album set, Volume 1 of Stories for Children. They have the great Gildersleeve telling the story of the Jack and the Beanstalk legend. Yes, Jack and the Bean. My mom used to read me that story. We used to have a book. We'd follow along with the pictures. Oh, I remember Jack and the Beanstalk well. I am your humble host here for Sounds Like Radio special editions of The Library of Sound. Until next time, I am me saying so long for now. Hope you enjoyed the program. Goodbye, everybody.